But uh, looking at Luke 4, 19, we're carrying on with limitless uh, uh, favor, and I want to just leave a couple of things with you. Of course, the notes are available uh, on the church app. All you got to do is just get that church app, and I won't go through the whole thing, but you can find it in there. Luke 4 and verse 19 says, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The next translation, which is the Amplified, says to proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation, and what? The what? The what? Mm -hmm. The what? Do you believe that this morning? The what? The free favors. Hey, if it's free, you better grab it, man. If it's free, you better grab it. The free favors of God. Yeah, what else? Little bit here, little bit there. You got to squeeze some out. Maybe by the end of this year, you'll have some. What does it say there? Profusely abound. Say that with me. The free favors of God. Profusely abound. The free favors of God. Profusely abound. The next translation, I think the NIV says, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This year is not, so, is not over yet. There's still three months left for you to experience limitless favor. NLT says, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Bump your name and say, neighbor. Do this. Neighbor. Neighbor. It's time for God's limitless favor to manifest in my life. Praise God. I think the message Bible says that it's, this is God's year to act. Hallelujah. This is God's year to act. And then I went to Psalm 19. I wanted to just pick it up from there. Psalm 19 in the Amplified says, And let the beauty and delightfulness and favor of the Lord our God be upon us. Let the beauty, not your beauty, right? God's beauty. Hallelujah. Let the beauty and delightfulness and favor of the Lord be upon us, confirm and establish the work of our hands. Come on. That means every, everything you touch is favored. Your work is favored. Whatever you apply your hands to is favored. When you put your hand on your money, your money is favored. When you put your hand on that deal that you're signing, it's favored. Some of you need to put your hand on your checkbook so that your checkbook can be favored. Just do this a little bit here. My hands are favored. Come on. Whatever you touch is favored. Confirm and establish the work of our hands. Yes. Let me repeat it. The work of our hands. Confirm and establish it. Amen. So. I wanted to just make mention to you today that part of the enemy's plan is to fight you and thereby restrict your access to the limitless favor of God, all right? And he wants to do that by stopping the favor, delaying the favor, and even blinding you to the limitless favor of God. But I've got news for you today. I'm here to tell you that the devil is a liar. Bump your neighbor and say, neighbor, the devil is a liar. Why is that so? Because we serve a good God who desires to do good things through your life. Some of you need to get up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror and say, you in the mirror, you serve a good God 
who desires to do good things through your life. Can we lift our hands up in this place all across the campuses and say, I serve a good God. I serve a good God. The devil is a bad devil, but I serve a good God who desires to do good things through my life. In Jesus' name, I believe it. I declare it. I receive it. Amen. Hallelujah. And he wants to do good things. Why? Because God loves you and wants to manifest the fullness. How much? The fullness of his favor upon your life. John 10, 10 in the Amplified says, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life. People, God wants you to enjoy life. Just because you've been serving God for 55 and a half years doesn't mean you've got to get like really morbid. You've got to be happy. The longer you're serving God, the happier it gets. The more married you stay, the, the better the marriage. It's like wine. You know, they tell me the more the wine is kept. If you, if you drink a 1948 bottle, it's supposed to be, I don't know what's supposed to be, but the longer the wine is kept, the better it becomes. The more flavor it becomes. The more you serve the Lord, the more happier you become. The more joyful. The, the longer you're in the marriage, the marriage becomes sweeter. Your sweetheart doesn't get old in your eyes. She's just getting younger and younger. It becomes exciting and thrilling. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen in this place? Some of you are looking at me like, what have you been smoking? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill. I came, Jesus speaking, that you may have and enjoy life. Bump your name and say, neighbor, it's okay to be, to enjoy life. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to enjoy life only when you're watching cricket or when you're watching uh, 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 Liverpool get lost, get loose to Manchester United or whatever it is. What, 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 what did I say something? Right? You don't have to, that, you, you can enjoy church. You can enjoy serving the Lord. You came to heaven, enjoy love. And have it how much? In abundance to the full till it overflows. Till it overflows. I want you to get an overflowing mentality in your life, man. I want you to see that bank balance overflowing. I want you to see that marriage overflowing. Come on. Jesus paid too high a price for you to just get a drop of this and a drop of that and a drop of a miracle and a drop of a blessing. There was too much blood shed. Hallelujah. He wants you to have it overflowing. How much? Do the same action I'm doing. How much? How much? That's right. Hallelujah. you got to think big, dream big. Expand your faith. We serve a good God who wants to do good things for us. And it's overflowing. There's no shortage in heaven. God doesn't have to call APSA Bank or Capitec or, I don't know, Investec. I'm, I'm running out of funds here. Can you help me? Can I, can I get a loan from you? Hallelujah. What does fullness mean? A limitless favor that has the power to go beyond, over and beyond the natural. I love that. 
You know why? Because we are supernatural beings. Never think yourself to be a natural being. I know we think that because we're wrapped up in natural stuff. But you are a supernatural being. You have a spirit, you have a soul, and you have a body, but your spirit gives you the capacity to hook up to a supernatural God. You are a supernatural being living in a natural world. And we have a limitless favor that is able to go beyond the natural, beyond the natural of what the economists have said, beyond the natural of what the, of what the politicians are saying. Can I get an amen in this place? Hallelujah. That's the reason why we are declaring 2019, not just to be limitless 2019, but, a, a, or, or a, a, but it's a limitless favor. To go over and beyond. To go over and beyond what I'm seeing naturally. What I'm hearing naturally. What people are telling me naturally. What I'm reading in the newspapers naturally. Limitless favor has the power to go over and beyond the natural. Hallelujah. I feel like some of you just need to grab a hold of that right now. You could meditate on that. Amen. But of course... You have to exercise your faith for it. What do you have to do? You've got to exercise your faith for it, people. That's why we've been preaching faith and getting faith in you. And we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We know that you cannot please God without faith. Faith is, faith is so important. It is your staple guide. And the only way that it comes when you get the Word of God on the inside of you. You have to exercise your faith. Limitless favor of God can be acknowledged, it can be believed, and it can be declared over your life. Hallelujah. But it means that you have to be purposed and you have to be intentional about it. In other words, you've got to get it in the Word. You've got to find it in the Word. You've got to believe it. You've got to pray it. You've got to speak it. You've got to grab it. You've got to meditate it. And you've got to then let it rise in your heart and release it by speaking favor. Hallelujah. That means you have to, with your mouth, you have to, you have to pray favor prayers. You have to speak favor words. You have to, if, you, if there's a song on favor, sing that song. Hallelujah. You've got to fill your mouth with favor. Can I get an amen? amen? It's quite amazing when you look at 2 Kings 13 and 4, and I'll end here in the ESV Bible. It says there, then Jehoahaz sought the favor. What did he sought? What did he sought for? He sought the what? He sought the what? He sought the favor of the Lord, and the Lord heard him and denied him and said, Not this time, buddy. Is that what it says? And the Lord what? And the Lord listened to him, for he saw the oppression of Israel and how the king of Syria oppressed him. It's quite an amazing statement here because when you look at this king, this king wasn't a, a really a good boy. He was the 12th king of Israel that came after King Jehu. And as a matter of fact, this king was a wicked king. He was actually an evil king. And because of his wickedness and his evilness, that God then punished Israel by subjecting them to the oppression of the Syrian king. All right? I want you to hear me today. So here's a wicked king, an evil king, and he prays for the favor of God 
And God hears his prayer and grants him favor. Now, if God could heed the prayer of a wicked man and give him favor and manifest favor, how much more you and I, who are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, ask God for favor and God listen to us and pour out his favor on you and I. Come on. If God could do it for a wicked king, can he do it for us? We are in the dispensation of grace and mercy. Hallelujah. All we got to do is just say, God, I'm sorry. I ask you for forgiveness. I messed up. We apply 1 John 1, 9. Amen. And the blood of Jesus washes us. We are cleansed. We are made righteous. And if God, the point is, if God could heed the prayer of a wicked, evil man in the old dispensation and grant him favor, how much more, child of God, does God not want to favor you this morning? Bump your neighbor and say, neighbor, God is desperate to favor you. Come on, look at somebody else right now and say, neighbor, God wants to favor you. No matter what, he wants to favor you. Hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? Now, what are the benefits of favor? I'm going to give you one, then we're going to end. What are the benefits of favor? The first one that I want to talk about is a godly promotion, not a man-made promotion. We don't need promotion that comes from man. I said it before, I'm not looking to be recognized by any person. And that doesn't mean that I'm arrogant or whatever, whatever. But if, if I'm chasing for the, to be recognized by man, then I'm going to be a man pleaser and not a God pleaser. Then I'm going to compromise. Then I'm going to preach a diluted message. Then I'm going to be like, I'm going to short circuit. I'm going to shortcut whatever. I'm not here to please man. You are not here to please man. I don't need man's promotion. I need godly promotion. You need godly promotion. Can you hear me this morning? Now, there's a, there's a story here in Esther chapter 2. And Esther was a Jew lady. She was a Jewess, right? And the Bible says that the king of Babylon, he was so opulent and so wealthy that he decides, you know what? He's going to celebrate and have a celebration for about a week. And he brings out all his best uh, uh, you know, cups and sauces and, and everybody's seeing the king and how he has opulence and all the beautiful furniture and how everything is arrayed. And then the king decides on a certain day he's going to call his, uh, not first lady, the one and only. If it's a first lady, it means there's a second lady. So we don't use that terminology here in this church. He decides to call his one and only Queen Vashti. And guess what? Queen Vashti on that day decides, no, I'm not coming out. I'm, I'm just, I'm not coming out right now. And the king is furious because he wants to show the people, not only does he have wealth, not only does he have opulence, but he has this beautiful woman, Queen Vashti, and he wants to display her in front of all of his people, and she denies him. And the king is mad. He's furious. And he goes to his advisors and says, like, what should I do right now? Well, one of them says, you know what you should do is you should tell her to pack her bags. And you know what? She's just going to stay in that room. That you, and, and so what they do is they, they get all the young virgins to come and stand before the king. And they say, okay, king, whoever 
you fancy, you know, let her find favor in your eyes. And so the Bible says that part of the lineup, part of the lineup was this Jewish lady because they were, they'd been captured by the Babylonians. So Israel was captured, all right? And so Esther was actually an orphan. Her mother and father died when she was a young girl. So already she's an orphan. She comes from a disadvantaged background. And Mordecai is the cousin, was the uncle's daughter. And he decides, you know what, I'm going to take this young woman and I'm going to raise her up as my daughter. And so, uh, and so the Bible says that uh, there she was standing in, 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 in line. And so Esther 2 and 8. So when the king's order and his edict was proclaimed, and when many young women were gathered in Susa, the citadel in custody of Hagar, Esther also was taken into the king's palace and put in custody of Haggai, who had charge of the woman. Haggai was the king's eunuch. And the young woman pleased him and won his favor. So she was an orphan and raised up by Mordecai. And here the king's eunuch sees her favor. God's favor is upon her. And he quickly provided her with her cosmetics. How many of you ladies would have loved that? Here's just, what do you use, Revlon? What is it? Huh? Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder. I, I use Revlon. But anyways. Um, <laughs> and so he provided her with all the cosmetics and her portion of food, and with seven chosen young women from the king's palace, and advanced her. What did he do? He advanced her. He fast-tracked her. That's what favor will do in your life. Hallelujah. Godly favor that produces godly promotion will produce a godly fast-tracking in your life. Can you say amen? And her young woman, to the best place she had the best place in the harem. Verse 15 says, And when the turn came for Esther, the daughter of Abiel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his own daughter to go to the king, she asked for nothing except what Haggai, the king's eunuch, who had charge of the woman, advised. Now Esther was winning favor in the eyes of all who saw her. Not just with the king's eunuch, but everywhere she went. Everybody that saw her saw the favor of God upon her life. Come on, people of God, right here in the various campuses. When people see you, they're not going to see you. They're going to see the favor of God. It's going to be that favor that's going to cause them to do business with you and do transactions with you. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say, when people see me, they're not going to see me, but they're going to see the limitless favor of God that's upon my life. I will win favor with everybody that puts their eyes on me, not because of me, but because of the hand of God. God's confirmation, God's delight is upon my life because of limitless favor. Hallelujah. Verse 17, the king loved Esther more than all the women, and she won grace and favor in sight more than all the virgins so that he sent the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's amazing what favor can do. Are you ready for favor to advance you? 
Are you ready for favor that when people look at you, they'll, I, I don't know, I was going to do business with him, but, but, but I just feel drawn to, I, I, I don't know, I don't know, what business do you have? I don't know, I, I just need to do business with you. I've got all these people in Singapore that are waiting to do business. Can I do business with you? I don't know what it is. Hallelujah. You'll say, it's the limitless favor of God upon my life. Hallelujah. But then you better do business ethically and properly. Can I get a, an amen? Everybody stand to your feet right now. We're going to declare limitless favor over our lives. And once again, I want you to punch it out. I want you to be purposed. I want you to be intentional. I know I might be coming across a bit strong, but I need you to grab a hold of this. This is not going to manifest in your life if you're half-hearted about it. You've got to believe this with all that's within you. You've got to put your heart and your soul and your mind and your body into this. Come on. Some of you are cluttered with other things and you've got to unclutter yourself because that's how doubt comes. When you start listening to gossip and all kinds of rumors and all kinds of negative stuff, it waters down what I'm saying. You have to filter all of that out and say, I, I don't need that. It's not going to build my faith. It's not going to add to what God wants to do in my life. I don't need to hear it. I don't need you to tell me X, Y, Z. I don't want to know the details. I don't want to know who did what and who said what and who's driving what. I just need you to bless me. I need something that's going to move my faith, build my faith. Hallelujah. So I want you to take a deep breath today. I want you to be purposed. I want you to be like, you know, Arr. can you do that? Arr. Arr. Like when you take a bone from a dog, what does the dog do? Arr. Don't take my bone away. Don't take my blessing away. You ready? Arr. Let me see you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Take a deep breath, everybody. All together. Right across the campuses. Phoenix, we're watching you. Hillcrest, we're watching you as well. Here we go. Heavenly Father, I declare today that because of the work of the cross and my covenant with Jesus, that I am entitled to limitless favor to be upon me, through me, and around me. Wherever I go and in whatever I do, I declare limitless favor to be my shield from anything and everything the enemy may seek to throw my way. I am alive and positioned to experience the immeasurable, unsurpassable, unimaginable, limitless favor of God. A favor never seen or heard before. A favor that knows no bounds or limitations. A favor that is never depleted. A favor that is forever resourceful. A favor that is overflowing with creativity. A favor that carries with it the presence of God. A favor that has the power to impact both my present and my future. I believe that limitless favor is my portion and that beginning from today, limitless favor begins to manifest in my life increasing every day in Jesus name and everybody said amen and amen and amen and amen praise the Lord